Saturday night for us, Sunday night for him, uh, fighting in the co-main event, number nine welterweight in the world, Neil Magny. How's it going, Neil? I'm doing well, sir. How are you? Well, pretty good. So, the land down under, this is your first time ever in Australia? Yeah, it's my first time uh, actually fighting in Australia. Uh, I fought in New Zealand a few years ago, but it's my first time actually being here in Australia to fight. Uh, and any distractions surrounding things, you know, sightseeing the kangaroos and stuff for the first time? <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, I've been pretty excited to get around and just kind of check out Australia in my downtime just to kind of uh, uh, ease my mind for a bit and just kind of kind of relax. So uh, it hasn't been stressful at all. I mean, one cool thing that helps compared to my other fights is that everyone speaks English here, so it's been pretty easy to get the foods that I needed and directions and things like that, so it hasn't been difficult at all. Hey, that's a positive. Now, uh, how much adjustment do you have to do for fighting in Australia because you train in America? Uh, you know, obviously there's a time change and everything. Um, what what do you do to balance that? Um, honestly, there, there haven't been able to, I haven't really done much in order to adjust for the time uh, change. Uh, I've been pretty fortunate to have a night flight on the way out here, so um, on a 14-hour flight, I was able to sleep 12 hours of it, and then by the time I landed in Australia, it was 6 a.m., so I kind of just stayed awake during that day and then uh, went to bed at a decent hour that night and then woke up the next day, and it was uh, business as usual. I don't feel like it threw me off at all. Man, you got 12 hours of sleep on the plane. I, I am incredibly jealous. I can't sleep on a plane that long. <laughs> yeah, I must have been exhausted, dude. I mean, as soon as the plane took off, I was asleep, and then I woke up with two hours to go, and I was like, oh, wow, this is a short flight. <laughs> nice. All right. So now fighting Hector Lombard on Saturday night, uh, what's uh, your strategy going into the fight? Um, definitely go out there and fight my fight. I mean, it's uh, fight a high-paced fight uh, and, and just push the pace the entire time. I mean, uh, it's definitely a fight I feel like I can win. Just have to keep that strong mindset, go in there and fight a game plan and come out with a win. Now, the welterweight division, obviously very crowded with you and Hector both in there. Um, have you ever thought about moving weights, maybe going somewhere else, or are you just happy where you're at? No, not at all. I'm definitely happy where I'm at. I mean, if, when, if the time comes that I need to adjust and move weights, I'll do it then. But at the moment, I'm happy with where I'm at. I feel like I'm uh, I'm doing the right things to separate myself from the pack and uh, eventually get my shot at the UFC title at welterweight. So uh, I don't feel the need to change weight class just yet. Just kind of keep being consistent, keep doing things I've been doing, and then uh, just uh, earn my shot at the title. So they sent me your bio sheet here. Now it says you're born in Brooklyn. But currently a member of the Illinois National Guard, how how did that work out? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was born in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Uh, I lived there for uh, most of my early life. Uh, my mom was a single mother raising six kids, so uh, she had an opportunity to uh, move out to Chicago and get help raising uh, her kids for my grandmother. So she decided to pack us all up and move out to Chicago and, and get that help for my grandmother to raise us. And uh, that pretty much resulted in me being able to join the Army National Guard right after high school. I see. Now, what's that experience? experience been like? Is it, obviously, it's been a benefit to training, but uh, how much of it? Um, I, I feel like it's been a great experience. I mean, uh, being a part of the military has definitely gave me a, a mindset that a lot of people don't have, and it opened up a lot of doors that uh, wouldn't have been there had it not been for the military. Um, and, and I'm truly fortunate for it. I mean, the experience that I've gained in the military, the friends that I've uh, gained through the military, uh, are definitely things that I, I, w I would not give back. All right, so now taking a look at the card on Saturday night, um, how much of the card do you actually get to see before your fight? You're fighting in the Coleman, so you know you got some time to kill before the prelims. Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, if I'm... If I'm able to, I'll be able to watch the whole fights, but uh, I'm definitely excited to see Daniel Hooker uh, fighting this card. I mean, uh, he's a teammate of mine, and uh, he's been doing some great things in the gym, so I'm excited to see him go out there and put on a great performance. 
down in the featherweights, of course. All right, uh, you're in the co-main. Do you got a prediction? Uh, Neil Magny, just by freaking high pace and nonstop uh, relentless, just, just keep pushing forward and keep grinding and getting, getting the win. Uh, whether it's a submission, TKO, knockout, I'm just going to be on him nonstop and uh, looking for ways to win. All right, you got a prediction for the main event? <laughs> uh, it's either going to go one or the other. Frank Mir's <laughs> going to submit him or... Uh, Mark Hunt's going to knock him out. I mean, with those guys, it's either one way or the other. So uh, I can't recall the round, but it's going to end one of those two fashions. Gotcha. Well, there, there you go. We'll take that one to the bank. Well, thank you for taking the time, Neil, and best of luck on Sunday was Sunday afternoon for you, Saturday night for us. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Thank you, sir.